Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 45 of Too Busy to Podcast. This week, I want to talk to you about setting up your guests for success. I've been on a couple podcasts as a guest and everyone does things a little bit differently. But what I was really pleased to take away from all those experiences was one thing. From the very beginning, I had all the information that I needed for the interview in advance and I was very clear on what was going to happen. And so I want to make sure that you can offer the same to your guests. Now, as a business owner, having a podcast as an extension of your business is, of course, a fantastic idea. And whilst I believe that you need to have a healthy ratio of solo episodes to guest interviews, I do agree that having guests on your podcast is a great way of, one, expanding your network, and two, offering your listeners value on a topic that maybe you're not an expert in, or, you know, it just gives them a different perspective to consider. As we know, people are busy. So it's really important that you offer a great guest experience and make things as simple as possible for your guests. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Mm, I'm not really quite ready to start my own podcast, that's absolutely cool check out episode 21, where I talk all about how you can be a great podcast guest, and episode 20, where I give you some tips on pitching yourself to be a guest on other podcasts. Okay, so let's get into my five tips or my five steps to making sure that your guests have a wonderful experience on your show. Number one, and I've talked about this before, so you won't be completely surprised, but having a simple onboarding process. Anyone that knows me knows that I am a little bit automation crazy. I completely 100% believe if it's a repetitive task, it can be automated, so automate it. There are tools such as Calendly or Acuity or really any sort of scheduler. There's really quite a few out there where you can automate your guests' onboarding process. And what I love about these tools is that at the same time that they book their interview, you can capture all the information in a form. So their name, their social media links, their business name, their podcast name, if that's applicable, their bio, their headshot, everything can be captured in one place. I am pro organization. <laughs> like. I will lose my head. I have lost my head. I've worked with a couple of clients before who, when we started working together, did not have an onboarding process in place. And so I will spend countless hours trawling through a very busy inbox, trying to find 
headshots will be in one email, the bio will be in another email. I guarantee you by the time we'd finished working together, this was when I was a VA, I had implemented an onboarding process using one of these tools because there's so many different pieces with your podcast, wherever you can save time and quite frankly, a little bit of sanity, you should do it. (laughs) So not only is it good for you, it also really sets a really good impression with your guest. So that's the onboarding process. Number two, share some tips ahead of the interview. So for me personally, I've spoken about this before, I used Absado. I already use it in my business, so it made sense for me to add the podcast workflow to my Dubsado account. And as part of that, my guests receive an email with some tips, I think two or three days after booking their interview. I don't leave it to, you know, very close to the interview in case they need to go and purchase some headphones, a mic. That's not mandatory. A lot of people that I speak to are quite visible anyway, so would normally have one or both of those things in their possession. But I just think it's really, really important for them to have this information well in advance of our call so that they can be fully prepared. So in case you're wondering, some of those tips include, as I mentioned, having a good mic, whether that is a condenser mic or a dynamic mic, it really depends on their recording environment. And also mentioning avoiding touching it. So just keeping still, not moving around too much and maintaining close proximity so that the volume isn't interchangeable. Headphones are a must. In fact, that is my first bullet point. Headphones are a must. Even if they're the ones that come with your phone, that is fine. The ideal recording space is small, a quiet room, lots of carpets and soft furnishings. Another tip could be dangly earrings. Women specifically, if you wear earrings that move about a lot, they will then rustle against your earphones and then I will hear it and it'll be very, very difficult to remove that sound. So that's a big one. Another big one, putting your phone on airplane mode and closing all tabs on their computer before the call. And that's something that I remind myself of because there's nothing more annoying (laughs) for me anyway. Other people will think that I'm being OTD, but there's nothing more annoying than editing or listening to a podcast episode. And then there's this random like Apple notifications from your, your Mac or your MacBook. So that's a really important one for me. And very, very important, just testing your Wi-Fi connection before the call. So jumping on five or 10 minutes before the call and making sure that you can get into our studio okay. So those are some of the tips that I share with them in an email. Feel free to nab them and share them with your guests as well. Number three, you might want to share a list of questions prior to the interview. I think this really depends on the type of podcast. I personally don't do this, but I have on occasion arranged coffee chats with potential guests that I've had no previous interaction with. And this is just really to get a bit of a feel for them, to make sure that we kind of gel and touch wood. I'm knocking on my desk. Touch wood. They've all been amazing. And the interviews, I've not had to, you know, can any of my interviews. And we're going to talk about that on a future episode. 
where you might have done a guest interview and then when you're editing it or when you're listening back, you realize, oh no, this doesn't quite fit my show. We're going to definitely cover that in an upcoming episode. But to combat that, you might want to think about doing a 15, 20 minute coffee chat with them beforehand. Not necessarily to to share questions, but just to get to know them, see what their speaking topics are. And it kind of starts to get you excited for the show. Like I have a guest coming up, Rebecca, who is going to talk about perfectionism. And she and I had an amazing coffee chat. We chatted for like 40, 45 minutes, double the time that was in the calendar. But just in that coffee chat alone, she totally changed my viewpoint on what perfectionism is. And I was just so excited to get her on my calendar. And she's now booked on. So you can look forward to that amazing conversation. If the coffee chat was anything to go by, the interview is going to be mind blowing. Perfectionism is a lot more, a lot deeper than what you may think. But I digress. So share the questions beforehand. Totally up to you if that's something that you want to do. I started my podcast with, you know, specific questions, three or four questions. But as I have evolved as a podcast host, I have learned to just kind of flow with the conversation. So as I am talking to someone, I normally have a notebook and pen nearby so that I can jot down any follow-up questions based on what they've said. And as a result, because of time, it might be that some of my other questions are kind of discarded, but what's important is really pulling out and sort of digging into what your guest has said a bit more rather than just being rigid with your question sheet. I hope that makes sense. In my time, so of course I'm about 60 episodes in and in that time I've only had one guest reach out to me prior to the call asking about questions and I just said to her exactly what I just said to you. There's nothing specific, we're just going to kind of speak about her topic, go with the flow and she was 100% okay with that approach. So if you don't want to do it, don't feel like you have to. If you want to do it, you can. There's no right or wrong situation. Number four, make sure they have everything that they need before the call. So the day before, maybe, yeah, 24 to 48 hours before, you might want to send a reminder email. I certainly do. Making sure that they have the link. So if you're using Zoom, which I don't recommend, separate episode topic, (laughs) or if you're using Riverside or Squadcast, whatever platform it is you're using to record, even though the link should be in the calendar invitation, just send that follow-up email because depending how far out you booked the interview, I know, for example, someone's booked her interview today and we're not going to meet until maybe the end of May, early June. So in that time, it's out of their head. So, you know, 24, 48 hours before the interview, just a lovely email. Here's your link. For me, sometimes I would say, don't forget we're recording video so that, you know, (laughs) when they rock up for the interview, they are prepared for their video to be shared. So if there's anything else that's part of your process that's important to remind them about, do it in that follow-up email, that reminder email. And then we come to number five, which is all about being super clear with your guests. So it might be that on the day of recording, before you hit record, 
You want to lay out what they can expect. What is the landscape going to look like? So for example, how long are you going to be recording? This might be where you talk about the questions or the kind of topics that you want to touch on. It might be dependent on your show. You might want to double check. You know, if your show is about someone's personal stories, it might be an idea to double check with your guests if there's any topics that are off limits. For example, it might be also worth, or not might, it definitely is worth double checking that they've got their headphones in, do a bit of a test before you actually hit record for the proper interview, double checking that your notifications, all your tabs are closed, you know, your apps are closed on your computer, all that kind of stuff. So what you do for them, make sure you do for yourself. And most importantly, because I have definitely tripped up on this one, if the person has a name that you're not quite sure how to pronounce, check that before you hit record. And if it's a particularly tricky name, practice it a little bit, let it roll off your tongue. Obviously with podcasts, you can edit it out. I just think it's a bit more polite to cover that off before you hit record. And that's it. Those are my five tips. So to recap, number one, have a simple onboarding process. Number two, set the expectations for the interview by sharing tips in advance. Number three, carry out your research and prepare a set of questions and share them if appropriate. Number four, check in with your guests 24 to 48 hours beforehand to make sure they have everything they need. And finally, number five, build rapport with them at the start of the call. A bit of a bonus tip, at the end of the call, let them know roughly when their episode will be released and confirm that you'll be in touch by email nearer the time and that you hope that they will support the show by sharing the episode on the day. And that's it. That is how you can make sure that you set your guests up for success and in turn, have a successful interview. So that's it for this week's episode. What did you think of these tips? Hop on over to Instagram or LinkedIn and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. Next week, we'll be talking about podcast scripts. To script or not to script? That's the question. All right then, until next week, speak soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.